I'm with Hendrik from Orchestral Tools. Um, we're going to be just talking shop, just talking about the new library, Metropolis Arc, which is fantastic. You guys might want to check it out on our website. Um, before we get started into that, I just want to ask him a few basic questions, such as um, what actually inspired you, Hendrik, to create this whole sample library? I'm sure, like, starting off with, what was it, Symphonic Sphere or Orchestral String Runs? It was Orchestral String Runs was the first product we did. Um, it was planned as a kind of custom library because I had problems to create realistic string runs because normally you have this kind of bad intonation thing going on if you play very fast mm -hmm. and you don't have that on sample library so I had the idea to, to create a sample library that uh, can do that and we had this, uh, this runs builder thing first and um, it became pretty popular and uh, that was our first product. And um, today we are working on a whole orchestral library, um, which is a very extensive and uh, huge project over many years. It's the Berlin series, uh, which we capture in the Teldex scoring stage in Berlin with a lot of musicians from the great orchestras uh, from Berlin. And um, everything is recorded at Teldex, at the Teldex scoring stage. It's a very nice stage which isn't too, uh, too wet and it isn't too dry. So you are very flexible to uh, use it on your own productions and you can decide um, which sound you would like to have uh, by using uh, the microphone setup, which is um, pretty good um, on, on our libraries. Cool. So this was all started off because you were a composer who wanted a string like a string run library were you a musician to start off or always a composer how did that work absolutely it, it, it was it was planned as a custom library and i also did uh, several other custom libraries which are very specific to one style of, of music but uh, most of them are released within orchestral tools cool. what would you say was like the most challenging and then rewarding project that you've done with this so far it could be in terms of scripting and sampling like what was this obstacle you had to overcome and it just turned out amazing I think it is, um, it is the, um, the life you would like to put into the samples because it's such a different if you capture one sample, uh, let's say you have a long sustain you would like to capture and the musicians see the, uh, this long note over two or three bars and they think okay it's a long note so they try to, to relax and they have a slow bow and everything but that's what we don't want, we would like to have a sustain which is long but which is also great for melodies so that also um, in, within the melody it sounds very uh, emotional and uh, expressive and that's I think it's the it's, uh, uh, most difficult uh, behavior by doing sample libraries to, uh, to tell the musicians how to perform the sustains and to think this abstract uh, situation from the single note to a note within a melody. As a violinist, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> you, play, you play piano, violin, or I, I just play, play piano, yeah. Cool. So, with your new Larry Metropolis Arc, which is fantastic, um, was there anything, that, is there a reason you want, because you, your, your whole goal seems to be create a full orchestra. Like you have Berlin Strings, Berlin Woodwinds, hopefully Berlin Brass coming in the future. We're really looking forward to that. Um, I'm cool. glad it was confirmed <laughs> in the catalog. Um, so you're just like, we want to just create something different and big and just out of the box, huge sounds? Or was there something that you like, you're just conversing with Sasha or something, you're like, I need a big library, or how did that work? I would say it's a completely different concept uh, from what we did in the Berlin series. So we decided to do a library specifically designed for epic music, for loud music, 
for trailer music. So uh, we also decided to choose very specific instrumentations. For example, for the low strings, we chose 12 basses, um, which are placed in a circle within the stage. And cool surround sound then, so it doesn't just come from one side, you get that yeah, booming yeah. yeah, and you have a lot of basses, 12 basses are a lot and very uncommon. But we just chose eight celli, so they play together, we have less celli than basses. And uh, that's an idea to get um, to get a more definition from the celli, but the basement and uh, the huge sound from the basses, for example. And uh, the same thing is related to the brass. We decided to do three cimbassos, which is also very uncommon. We decided to record three bass trombones instead of using just uh, two tenor trombones playing together with one bass trombone. Uh, we recorded three tubas instead of one tuba. Um, we recorded nine horns, a big nine horn section for soaring melodies and uh, a smaller three horn section uh, which is specifically designed for chord playing and harmonies. So um, it, is, it is very flexible to use. We've recorded a lot of, of articulations within across the whole library. We did, um, uh, we did swells, for example, for each uh, each section. So you crew the true crescendos without having like crossfade between dynamic layers. Yeah, but but we have also uh, done the crossfade yeah. thing, and um, yeah, uh, there's also in, inside the box is a, is a choir. Uh, we chose smaller sections for them. Uh, we hired a few uh, opera singers from the um, from the Berlin Opera uh, oh, wow. to get another kind of vibrato. So we mixed them with the normal choral singers, and um, I think they turned out pretty massive. And it is perfect to play chords with them as well because they are not too big, so you don't have this instrument build-up yeah. going on all the time. And um, there's also an amazing drum set um, which we have recorded. Um, the guy who um, who played the drum set also uh, custom built the drum set for us. Oh wow! He is an instrument builder, and um, he also did the custom drum set for Rammstein, the rock band in, in Germany. So. Um, it is, it is a really specific library. There's also a grand piano in it, um, which has very loud dynamics, and it's pretty cool for action stuff and for uh, percussive moments. And it blends perfectly together with all the other sections within the library. It's There's... all recorded at the same stage, right? And it's all yeah. the same recorded at the same, all, all your other libraries, except the two original ones, I believe, which were in Eastern Europe. Yeah, it, it was the first, uh, uh, there was our first libraries. Um, I'm a big fan of Teldex. After recorded Berlin Woodwinds in, uh, at Teldex, uh, I just wanted to have the whole orchestra yeah, out of the same world. Because it is, it is a fact that Teldex is pretty balanced, so you don't have this kind of frequency boost in the lower uh, mids, for example. And um, you are also uh, not too wet with the samples and uh, not too dry. It's like that perfect mix where the samples can sing out in the reverb but not get yeah. completely drowned out. Yeah, and you, and you need that to, to uh, create the impression that the whole orchestra is one entity. And um, that works pretty well with, with, uh, with the Berlin series. I'd say it works amazingly well. <laughs> Thanks so much, yeah. You're welcome. Um, is, what's, what's going on in the future? We have Berlin Brass. Do you know when that's going to be released? How is that going in production so far? It is uh, Actually, it's in, in production. Uh, we have several uh, new recordings going on in February for it. It's a big project, so it is um, it's really 
the uh, release this year. Uh, it will come, uh, I would say, in the summer, but you know, I can't tell you an um, exact release date on no it because it's it's just too um, too extensive uh, articulation-wise, instrumentation-wise. So it's a it's a huge huge thing. And um, next will be uh, the Nocturne uh, solo cello, which is cool. a very cool library. I, I just tried the beta version of it, and um, it's it's really amazing. We did. Uh, we did up to 14 different true legato intervals, styles of true legato intervals for it, uh, to have several um, expressions in it. So you can use the transition for a kind of expression. They are recorded in different speeds and they were triggered automatically so you don't have to care about it. It's uh, everything under the hood. So it's, it's, it's a great library with a lot of different sustains, a lot of different sustain length, with, which I think is also a very important thing. Um, when we released Capsule, for example, um, we, we have this new feature. Um, I think nobody, no one has it uh, from uh, other developers right now, is that you can apply our true legato intervals uh, to any of the of the articulation with the multi-patch. That's pretty cool because then you can load in a portato or a marcato and apply true legato on it. And it's completely different sound-wise than using a sustain for it because you just have a, a faster bow going on, you have some dynamics going on and that's, um, that's really, that makes a difference. So you can choose between for very slow moments, you choose the normal sustains and for, for quarter notes you choose the portados and you can switch them over uh, pretty fast. So um, I think especially in the combination with this capsule uh, which opens a whole new world of, um, of working with articulations. With, I think articulations are are not just articulations, they're kind of colors. I totally agree. The more colors you can have on your palette, the more detailed your mock-ups and compositions can be. Completely, yeah. You, you have those colors and you can... I don't know any artist who just uses one color, uh, red or completely uh, yellow or completely blue. They all mix uh, different colors together to create new shades. And that's what we would like to do with Capsule because it has this kind of polyphonic key switching that means you don't have to decide between one articulation or another articulation. You just press one button on your fader pack and um, you can just play two artic uh, key switches at once so you have two articulations over each other and you decide if you want to uh, crossfade them or if you want to switch them via velocity. And um, you don't have to set it up before you compose. You do that um, during your uh, arranging and the sequence, and everything is, is is stored and recorded on the MIDI track. And that's that's really, I think, it's a it's a huge step forward. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And plus, you don't have to balance your template because it's all balanced for you, which was in the new capsule update, I believe. Yeah, we we, we did a lot of uh, rebalancing. Um, of course, we, we try to to keep it un, uh, as much unprocessed as possible. Um, to retain those true dynamics. Yeah, and also the, to uh, to contain all of the live sound, how, how it sounds in reality. We do a kind of tuning, of course, so you, you, you uh, so that you have it uh, also usable, that you uh, that it is perfect uh, tuned and everything. But uh, and also the attacks are are cut so that you can apply them pretty good. But you hear all the attacks, which I think is also very important. So we have a we have a really great standard 
in our company now our editor team uh, all they're editing uh, with the same uh, standard and the same philosophy behind it and um, yeah I, I believe it is um, it is also the balancing which is a huge step uh, you, you, a very important uh, thing for a composer because if you if you play a French horn line combined with the celli for example it is it has the correct uh, relation volume relation like in the real orchestra and then you don't uh, begin to deal with the main volume you start to to change the volume with the expression or maybe with the wheel and that's much more realistic because yes, yeah because if, if French horns are playing very quiet they uh, have a very mellow tone and, and very soft and it's, it's not the same like you just uh, put down the main volume it's, yeah uh, I'm a huge a fan of that purist don't touch the volume I yeah, just yeah. I just try to only use the mod wheel and the expression if I need to blend something but try to never touch C67 whatsoever. So um, once you are done with Berlin series, because if you're recording Berlin Brass, you have your solo stuff, you have Metropolis Arc 2 coming out, possibly? Yeah, we, we are thinking about it right now. It is very a very successful library. And um, of course, uh, we think about new ideas and, and stuff. And uh, Berlin Choir sounds fantastic. I don't even know if it exists or if you even thought of it, but it just <laughs> sounds brilliant. I would say it is, it is kind of a test balloon for us, uh, what we have did with, with Metropolis. So for us, Metropolis Arc 1 is also... Um, a software, uh, a piece of sample library where we tried out several things we never did before, like very specific sections and the choir thing. Also, the epic percussion is a very new thing for us. Uh, we also did um, a processed uh, epic percussion, which is the only processed thing in the whole library, but we wanted to uh, to layer several uh, percussion instruments over each other, and it sounds very massive and uh, complements uh, the Metropolis Arc 1 library very good.